0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Kava J's Screening Room. I'm your host Kava Gelinas, and I'm joined in person for the first time by Kayvon How Howdy. Just to be clear, this is not the first time that Kayvon and I have ever been together in person. But this is the first time recording a podcast that we've been in person. I and
1: I don't think anybody was confused by that.
0: We have a wide array of listeners. As you suggested, Kevin Feige is listening sure. right now.
1: And Rami Malik. Malik. I hope not. I hope so. <laughs>
0: There's no way after your insult to him last episode that he's continuing to listen. That being said, if Rami is here, he will be experiencing the season finale of season three. We've made it through three seasons, Kayvon. How are we feeling?
1: Have I been involved in every season? Yeah. What a what a life.
0: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm very excited actually this, this season took a little longer There were some breaks um, I lost my voice I regained my voice Artistic hiatus uh, Yeah To say the least And what better way to finish that Than to talk about a movie That we both did not like That is right We are discussing Thor Love and Thunder The newest Marvel Cinematic Universe movie And the newest hit At the box office In a summer that has had Quite a lot of hits At the box office This is a movie that I don't think Kayvon and I Were anticipating we would like I think we were correct, we know ourselves, I guess, um, but we're just gonna dive a little a little deep into what worked about the movie, what didn't, because it is not unsalvageable. there are some good things, uh, and then we're gonna then we're gonna jump to ranking phase four, which is probably the most tiring recent effort in movies in the world of movies. I don't know if you agree with this, just going through the rankings, like there are so many movies that have come out in like a year's time.
1: They all suck.
0: Well, you like one of them. Mm-hmm.
1: Four of them suck.
0: All right. So that about puts things in perspective. Let's get into Love and Thunder first. So this is Taika Waititi's second movie directing for the Marvel Marvel Studios. It is his second Thor movie as well, following Thor Ragnarok in 2017, a film that effectively reset what the Thor franchise meant. It was already one of the the more critically hated Marvel properties until ragnarok came out and kind of reset the character reset the vibe that's attempted to be carried on into love and thunder which follows thor after the events of is that avengers now has it been that long yeah i guess it has because where else would he have been so after the events of avengers endgame
1: what are you talking yeah he was with the guardians of the galaxy
0: exactly and that's what kicks off this movie and then Thor is threatened by Gore the god played by Christian Bale, who needs to kill all of the gods. And given that Thor is a god, it's kind of awkward. Kayvon, what did you think about this movie? What were your first impressions walking out of the, the screening?
1: My first impression was that every time Natalie Portman's in a Thor movie, it's bad.
0: Wow, really just blaming everything on one person. She sucked. Okay, interesting first impression I was expecting a more
1: Her character was so annoying I think and, and I don't Academy know Academy should take her Oscar back
0: Oh my god <laughs> I don't think it's her character I think the movie is just really annoying I think that like self-witty Taika,
1: if you're listening oh, he, You flopped
0: I don't think he cares For everything I've seen on Twitter It doesn't seem like he cares
1: I don't care if he doesn't care
0: Okay Anyway, I did not, I was not very angry at Natalie Portman upon walking out of the screening. I did have a similar impression where I was like, this feels lazy and really uninspired and doesn't really have any soul to it. I did not, you you name a movie Love and Thunder, I'm getting like 70s energy, like similar to what Ragnarok was. And then this was like that, but not fun, which is very odd. There was no love in Love and Thunder. Wow. I was not feeling love. I
1: did not love Love and Thunder.
0: Exactly. Um, I think there are some parts that are, like, pretty good. I think there are some parts that are pretty bad. So let's dive into it. The first thing I want to talk about is what people come to Taika Waititi's movies for, which is, I guess, a variety of things, but mainly the humor and, like, this really, really witty, deadpan, self-hating humor that always feels funny to me in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because I think when they try to pretend they hate the superheroes, it just feels really, really stupid. And just another attempt at trying to appeal to as many viewers as possible. I don't know if you felt this way.
1: Yeah, they just don't take themselves seriously at all anymore.
0: Yeah, and I think it it buys into a bigger problem that we'll talk about in um, ranking the Phase 4 series in general. But the one thing I did think worked was and we were talking about this, is Chris Hemsworth's performance. I think we had to stop ourselves from discussing this too much so that we could discuss it on the air. But I think that he is absolutely amazing at line delivery and can tell good and bad jokes. And when he tells the good jokes, it gets a reception that nothing else in this movie gets.
1: Even the bad jokes are funny because he just looks so goofy.
0: And I think that's what the whole point of like rebranding Thor was to make him like kind of a himbo, honestly. He is such a himbo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the opening sequence, which is basically him fighting with Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's such an obvious ploy to, like, set things up and still follow the Avengers Endgame canon. It's just him kind of being, like, heartbroken and acting really self-centered and not realizing that he's, like, the weak one of the group. Wait, that's so funny. He is literally such a himbo. I know. He's carrying on Channing Tatum's legacy of himbo greatness. So true. Although the Chaining Tatum Renaissance is here, Magic Mike Three is on the way. Let's I go, baby! One more <laughs> ride. <laughs> is that what it's called? I don't know. It better be One Last Dance. I think that would be a better title.
1: I think it's something dramatic like that. But Steven, S- what is his name? Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. So it's gonna be too serious this time. It's gonna be about like drug addiction again. We want the we want the world tour. <laughs>
0: You heard it here. I'm assuming they all listen to this podcast as well. I'm like, um, yeah. I think that's that's honestly, I think the thing that really works in this movie, like the only thing that really, really, really works in this, this movie, works. because I think every other character is reduced to kind of nothing. I feel like Tessa Thompson's character, who is such a big role in yeah, Ragnarok, is kind of just was boring. yeah, she's not really doing that much here.
1: Jane was annoying. <laughs> Kat Dennings doesn't know how to play any other character Except just an annoying fangirl
0: She was in this movie for like 5 minutes Pipe down And
1: it wasn't a good 5 minutes <laughs> Christian uh, Bale was decent
0: Christian Bale was good I think he was going a little too hard for that. Yeah, I, you actually realize
1: it's a Marvel movie
0: No I think that this introduces the problem Of Love and Thunder is It wants to be really funny And really like I don't care. You we can't can just have do a whatever. villain
1: as serious as a God butcher and just be funny.
0: Exactly. And I think Christian Bale and Chris Hemsworth are in two really different movies, which makes their interactions seem really dull and uninteresting. Um, because you, you can either go for like the dark grittiness that happens in the third act or you can go for like the lightheartedness. And it seems like Chris has a lot more fun playing the
1: latter of those two characters. So I think that. I mean, from what we've seen from the movie too, all the gods were just portrayed really annoyingly. I wasn't even mad at Christian Bale.
0: <laughs> what for, like his mission? Oh, I don't think Christian Bale himself was.
1: Or Gore, I don't want. I feel stupid calling him Gore. Christian. Just Bale call him gore. by his
0: real name, Gore the God Butcher.
1: <laughs> gore the God Butcher. I feel like Gore the God Butcher had a justifiable pursuit.
0: That's what I was thinking, and a lot of time is just wasted on talking about how dumb the gods are. Uh, there's like a whole. If I believe it's in the second trailer But for those who don't know Russell Crowe's in this movie as Zeus And the way they spend like 25 minutes Just talking about how dumb Zeus is And making him look like very very stupid I don't know Greek mythology like that Maybe that is how Zeus is um,
1: Seems kind of disrespectful
0: It's also like The movie's already two hours And it could have easily been an hour and 35 minutes Like that scene does not need to be in there They need like a single prop Yet they spend so much time, and it's this idea of we need to make this funny. And Listen, I wonder—I don't
1: want to see Zeus on camera unless Percy Jackson's there.
0: So dr- actually, how are we feeling about the Percy Jackson series on the way?
1: Feeling fired up.
0: Okay, Disney might have a dub on their hands. Doubt it. We'll be <laughs> we'll be shocked if they do. Um, but back to this other Disney property. Yeah, I think that it just doesn't make sense to me. Why do you spend this much time on humor But then attempt to make it serious And I wonder if it's a reconciliation for the movie being serious That they tried to add all of this humor That doesn't land Like even Even the audience wasn't really At least at our screening was not laughing like That much Like Every joke was not getting a reaction
1: The movie is not that serious Yes Wait <laughs> I'm thinking that Yeah it could have been way shorter
0: which is funny because it actually is one of, like, the shortest. Not to spoil anything, but if
1: they had just, like, talked to this dude at the beginning, <laughs> I feel like a lot of conflict could have been avoided.
0: Isn't that Loki how all of these movies could be, though? If they just had, like, one one chat?
1: You couldn't talk to Thanos.
0: That's true. Oh, they tried. I'm assuming. Those movies are long. I also realized during Thor that I forgot most of what happens in Infinity War until the end.
1: I don't remember what happens in Infinity War. Yeah. Vision gets fucked up.
0: And as we'll learn in about five minutes, I don't remember what happens in like every single movie that has come out from Marvel in the past year. Yeah, me neither. Including Thor, it took like a little bit of time to rack up plot events. Uh, Let's talk a little bit because I've been seeing this on Twitter about the VFX. Uh, I don't know if you've been seeing the image of Heimdall's son who appears as a ghost briefly circulating on your Twitter feed.
1: Like, just his head. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What did you think of the VFX in this movie? Well, I
1: thought it looked better than most Marvel That's movies. That's also
0: what I thought. I I think that scene in particular, not great. Um.
1: I feel like, again, they were going for more of a joke thing, though.
0: Like, yeah, but they it lasted so serious. long.
1: Other than those kids being kidnapped, it was pretty lighthearted.
0: Intense quote out of context. <laughs> I... I did not think this looked that bad. I didn't either. Honestly. Compared
1: to the shit that Marvel usually puts out. That's what I'm talking
0: about. Like, it's not like we're not critical about the things. Every time we talked about Marvel on this podcast, we proceeded to just destroy how stupid it looks. Um, and I will be doing that in, again, about five minutes for those who can't wait. But I, I thought some of this stuff looked good. I thought the scene where they were entering the god, what is it, Omnipotent City? Yeah. Like, that scene looked awesome, I thought.
1: I don't remember it, but I take your word for it. <laughs>
0: how you know it's a good scene no memory of it i yeah i don't know i think
1: I, yeah i really didn't think i like didn't think twice about it for the first time in a long time that i've been watching a marvel movie i wasn't like oh this looks like absolute shit yeah i think i was just like oh this movie sucks
0: nice i think part of it actually we're let's head into spoilers territory for like a couple of minutes and you then have we'll that? go to the ranking what is spoil? what
1: spoilers territory
0: what what does that mean?
1: Will you just spoil shit?
0: We're just gonna talk about a spoiler that I don't want to reveal. And that is now like thirty seconds of discussing the word spoilers. So if you have not seen this movie and do not want it spoiled Thor dies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's kidding. If you do not want Am the I? movie spoiled, skip ahead. I wanted to talk about the decision that happens late in the film where they visit this planet that gore the god butcher is keeping these kidnapped kids on
1: it was giving lighthouse vibes
0: okay that's not exactly i want to talk about but yeah
1: black and white and guys being. that's what i wanted
0: to talk about basically i think this does like the most creative thing a marvel movie has done in a very long time yeah that was cool which has become completely black and white besides for like a couple of props i think that might be why it doesn't look as bad is because it's really like it's not like typical Marvel where everything's fought in the dark. Although there is one scene that's fought in the dark, and I did not know what was happening. But it's more like this shadowy, like the creatures come up from the ground. Like it gives this like.
1: Those looked bad.
0: Yeah. That VFX. Looked but bad. in the black and white, it looks kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. I thought the black and white was a cool I touch. I feel like the
1: transition to the black and white was cooler than.
0: Well, do you want to speak about your beloved goats?
1: Oh yeah, the goats rule. <laughs> Basically, that's part of the fourth Thor movie, (laughs) are two goats,
0: the screaming goats. Also, shout out to Chris Hemsworth for the most amazing line delivery when he's receiving these two obnoxious goats and could not seem happier about it. There is there is one sequence where the goats crash into a planet that comes out of nowhere and i just vividly wish the entire movie was like that and had that like really really odd sense of humor and not in a really like self-depreciating or i'm directing a marvel movie and i have to connect this to like a larger canon even though it didn't feel connected to anything happening in marvel
1: but thor will be back apparently yeah
0: something that got a lot of groans from our theater which is an interesting reception and something a good transition because i want to talk a little bit about phase four obviously Phase 4 has I don't think been going that well Like I think that we're overly We're not overly critical we're just critical of these movies Because they are pretty soulless In our opinion But it seems like general interest is fading And I think that's the result of the fact that there are Six movies that have been released In the past year Multiple TV shows that I Can't count right now because I don't watch them That's a lot to keep up with And I don't think I wonder how many people are actually keeping up with all this stuff anymore. Yes. And that nof-
1: seems like information you could find out if you really wanted to.
0: No, because I wonder if
1: viewing numbers, idiot.
0: No, wait. <laughs> Do people? You think also, everyone who watches the TV show sees the movies, but every not everyone who sees the movie watches the TV show. No,
1: but they have individual stats.
0: What is that? They're not tracking all of us like that
1: have they just know numbers for the thing who gives
0: yeah they know numbers but you don't know how many people are watching everything and are keeping up with the plot it's not that big of a problem right now because like we don't watch the well, now
1: that i'm looking at this list a lot of these movies made a ton of money thor is gonna make a ton of money it opened just behind doctor strange which made a ton of money spider-man obviously made a ton of money
0: Yeah, but I think that's different.
1: That's three out of six movies that are, like, actually broken records.
0: So you don't think the interest is fading at all?
1: I don't know. I feel like if they keep going with the... the, Like, the previous superheroes that people know, then it will be maintained. Because, like, none of them are new characters. Like, Eternals flop, new characters. Black Widow, dead. Nobody cares about her. (laughs) (laughs) Shang-Chi... New character, like Spider Man, Thor, and Doctor Strange are all like very familiar characters, and those are the movie, the three movies that will probably do way better. I mean, Doctor Strange and Spider Man definitely, but Thor as well.
0: I don't know. I feel like we're six movies in. It doesn't feel like I'm
1: not interested. If that was your question, <laughs> no,
0: I know you're not interested. I, I think we're six movies in. It's not. Building to anything It doesn't seem like They know what they're doing
1: I want Blade to come in And just kill them all
0: Imagine (laughs) Like this is the end Of the MCU I don't know I don't If this is how They keep doing it I Like Thor Opened less than Doctor Strange But I would argue Thor is a bigger Character than Doctor Strange Who's had like A lot longer Of a legacy I don't I don't know I'm seeing more A lot of harsher Reactions to these movies Simply because I think that like yeah, we're Marvel haters, but what they did with Endgame and like the fact that they landed that is impressive. But now they're just doing stuff. And we're it not even
1: haters, really. It's just bad. Marvel used to be good. I feel like you and I would both admit that. Yeah,
0: I mean, be, but do you think that's because they were building to something? Because think about it. Post-credit spoiler, by the way. But technically, we're in spoiler territory. Thor dies. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's the stinger. <laughs> Basically they're introducing Hercules Which is now like the seventh time They've introduced a character at the end of the movie Like these movies end and there's no They're not connected Like nothing that happened in Well Black Widow doesn't count because that was in 2016 But like nothing that has happened in Eternals has had any Repercussions in the three movies Released since then
1: Which is crazy because they were dealing with some bullshit (laughs) I know
0: like this is the god of this universe (laughs) But they'll be back I guess um,
1: I doubt it.
0: So I'm curious, and I I wonder when the point is going to be where if you don't watch the TV shows, you won't know. Cause I I don't know if that's going to come soon or if it won't. Just given that there are already so many TV shows
1: out there, Nia DeCosta, if you're listening, I have absolutely zero interest in your Marvel film, and it's not your fault, Bay. It's the content.
0: Is that the Miss Marvel's one? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's out there. <laughs> So let's dive let's dive into the rankings. So Kayvon and I's rankings I'm looking right now at the doc, are like basically the exact same. We're so similar. Let's the way we're gonna do this is we're basically gonna talk about our bottom two together because we have them but in flip positions and then go through our list. Two number one. So at fifth and sixth, I have Eternals as sixth and Doctor Strange as fifth. Kayvon has Doctor Strange as sixth and Eternals as fifth. Kayvon, I did not realize you were such a big Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness hater until recent discussions. Nasir Chan- we didn't talk about it on the pod.
1: Stephen Strange. Enough. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> not a doctor to me.
0: Oh my god. I don't believe it Until I see the PhD I'm Although wasn't he An actual doctor
1: Yeah he was Okay
0: I This is another one That was really dead And like was not Interesting at all to me And the felt only Quite The only good long. thing
1: About it was Sam Raimi But not even he could Revive that shit
0: Bruce Campbell too it was a Nice touch I This is the classic Example of Like Really shackling A director and like some elements come through and those elements are the, by far the best elements of the movie. Like the reason I have this above Eternals is because I don't remember a single thing of, that happened in Eternals, but I do remember the Wanda just killing everyone in the Multiverse a Madness sequence that is like so good and deserves a much better movie around it because when she was just popping off like that,
1: the Olsen's rule, all three of them, they can't do any wrong.
0: Okay. So that's why I had Doctor Strange as number five.
1: I don't remember anything that happened in Doctor Strange, to be honest. I don't really remember anything that happened in Eternals either. They're, they're in pretty interchangeable positions.
0: Oh, my God. And so perfect that we talked about them at the same time. All right, number four, which I'm kind of shocked this is this high on your list because you are a certified hater. It is Black Widow.
1: At least Black Widow was, had Florence Pugh.
0: That is true. Another character who's – I guess she was in Hawkeye from what I've heard. She was. Okay. So at least that one, like, ties in. Stupid-ass show.
1: <laughs> Jeremy Renner, if you're listening, nobody <laughs> wants your app. The app
0: the app has been deleted from the app store because there were too many trolls on it, apparently. <laughs> but, yes, there was once a time where there was the Jeremy Renner app. I need to see the stats on that. Like the day after Avengers came out, did like everyone rush?
1: You to need the to do App a lot store? of stat checks. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm Black like, Widow was single handedly saved by y- Yolinda. <laughs> What's her name?
0: I do not remember.
1: Florence Pugh.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I Elsa? Think... No. No. But Elsa sounds no, that's Mission Impossible.
1: It's why something. Yelena. 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 Oh
0: nice um i don't know if that's it yeah me neither (laughs) i think that black widow actually could have been interesting if it was released in 2016 talk
1: about shitty vfx the scene where they were breaking them out of the prison looked absolutely (laughs) insane remember that app that we had on like the ipad one like oh my god the app where you could like just just record something and yeah yeah. (laughs) that's what it looked like
0: oh my god i missed that app i wonder if it's still out there It has to be the jeremy renner app has fallen what apps have survived I mean,
1: it's what the marvel vfx team uses right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes i can confirm i yeah this one gives nothing it's like a spy thriller but also who cares it's the main issue with yeah. it and it's a weird start to a new like generation of storytelling to be like Actually, here's the thing you you missed. Cared about
1: least last time. We're gonna make her own her own movie.
0: Post mortem.
1: Like as a prequel. What a what a shit show. Yeah. Kevin Feige, if you're listening, (laughs) you're going to jail.
0: Is this your new catchphrase? If you're listening.
1: I'm being optimistic about your numbers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so three is Love and Thunder. Do you have anything to add about Love and Thunder? No. Okay. Number two, Chris, is, we love you. So true. Number two is Spider Man: No Way Home. A movie oh, I hated that, this movie too. Yeah, both of us did not like that. I should have said this at the beginning. Like all of these movies, besides our number one, is two stars, and like even the number one movie is like a slight like to like. I
1: think I think Spider Man is two and a half.
0: Okay, so like in that general vicinity, forty but it will to 50 We'll
1: get demoted.
0: <laughs> Just to prove a point, I. This is another one that I didn't get the hype on. I thought it was really overlong. I thought the three Spider-Men were cool, but it was so visually disinteresting and didn't really know what to do in a way that I found compelling and just existed to get cheers from the audience.
1: Yeah, that was probably the worst written Marvel movie of all time. I mean,
0: the whole premise hinges on the fact that they wanted to get into MIT. So that about tells you all you need to know about what they were trying to get at with the screenwriting in this movie.
1: I was only there for Aunt May. And once you take Aunt May out of the picture permanently, you lose a fan.
0: There's Mate. no way you weren't there for Willem Dafoe as well.
1: I was there for Willem. Once you take both those people out of the picture, you lose a fan.
0: Isn't he in the entire movie?
1: Yes, but I will not be seeing the next one.
0: Willem Dafoe, we love you, King. If, if you're listening...
1: Willem, if you're listening, I just want you to know that Antichrist scarred me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a movie I was not expecting to get a shout out on the Marvel rankings pod. Yet here we are. Number one. You know, let's let's distill this. We never discussed this on the podcast. Is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? I'm thinking we're only when you say you like this movie, you're only talking about the first half, right? Yes. Yeah. Because the second half is Probably why we thought Thor and Love and Thunder had such good VFX because it's like absolutely atrocious VFX that is just disgusting. Like that, I don't want to hate on artists, but like that's the only adjective. I'll hate I could on the artists.
1: <laughs> they did an awful job. The third act of Shang Chi looks like it was drawn by like a kindergarten VFX team.
0: It was just so so visually disinteresting, which is crazy because the first half of this movie is actually quite good. There are a lot of... It's
1: insane. It has the best fight choreography of any Marvel movie by far. It has actual cool hand-to-hand combat. The only bad thing is Aquafina's in it. <laughs> um, but if you can look past that, which is hard to do, <laughs> it rules. Like the bus scene? That's the the best, bus scene that's is That's the amazing. best scene in Phase 4 by far. The
0: scaffolding scene is a good follow-up as well. I think when he's not fighting anything that is not human, it looks awesome. When you bring out the CGI dragon, you lose me a little bit. A lot. Fully.
1: You know you have an issue and you make me not want to look at Tony Long.
0: No, I was still looking. I was That's too, the other I was successful mad. part of this movie. Our king, Tony Long, recently celebrated his birthday.
1: Happy birthday, Tony Long, if you're listening.
0: <laughs> Amazing to see him as a villain. Spoiler <clears throat> alert. S- skip 10 seconds. Devastating that we had to lose him.
1: He died? Does
0: he die in it? Yeah.
1: I have no idea. He gets
0: crushed by the CGI dragon. It was hard
1: to believe. watch the third part.
0: <laughs> it was just too difficult emotionally and physically.
1: Michelle Yeoh, shout out you.
0: Shout out to everyone in this movie.
1: I Except Aquafina. Okay. You're not getting shouted out.
0: You already dragged her. I just assumed that wouldn't be. I'm
1: bringing her back.
0: I think Also that a good score. A good score. Honestly, very competent film. And... It's kind of annoying that they introduced it and we're now so far away and it feels like those worlds haven't collided yet.
1: I don't need another one, I think.
0: Interesting.
1: Well, the the, the choreographer died.
0: Oh, did he? Yeah. I did not know that. I'm assuming Paco there will Fino be another be one.
1: Sequel. Tony wouldn't. Bad CGI would.
0: Yeah, no, you're I right. I think you just
1: got to cherish the first one.
0: It's true. So there you have it. Shang-Chi, we would recommend. I think the only one we would recommend out of these movies, which is very sad. That's six movies right there. How are we feeling as we, we move on? Do we? Do you even know what the next Marvel movie is?
1: I so, don't know. Cricket. She-Hulk. Attorney at Law. <laughs>
0: Isn't that a TV show though? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I will not be watching.
0: You know, quick check-in. What You watch more TV than I do. What TV shows have you watched?
1: Uh, do you want
0: me to run through them? Barry. No, not actual TV shows. What Marvel TV uh. shows have you watched? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: it's such a vague transition. No, because we're
0: discussing Marvel Phase 4 and She-Hulk Attorney at Law. You've seen WandaVision Yes Falcon Yes Loki No Hawkeye
1: Unfortunately Moon Knight Three episodes Oscar Isaac I'm disappointed in you
0: Ethan Hawke We support you I don't but This is a bad decision I've not seen the show i just heard really bad things um, And Ms. Marvel
1: I did not watch that
0: Okay So what You're about like Three for six
1: I didn't watch What If either That's a thing yeah
0: Interesting That's what I'm talking about Seven TV shows already And six movies
1: Why Ooh. does Hawkeye Need his own TV show He sucks
0: That is valid And I think it's now The question of Why do any of these people Need their own TV show Are they gonna connect When is that gonna happen Well I
1: get Anthony Mackey's getting his His Captain America movie Is
0: he Yeah oh, That'll be fun Will it We'll see <laughs> Anyway Those are the Marvel movies that is Kavaj J Screening Room for Season 3. How are we feeling? Looking back on the f- what has now been six months of podcasting. For me. Get a That's, job. T- Yo. <laughs> Excitingly, you guys have been able to witness Kavon's last ever comment on this podcast because he will never be invited again <laughs> after the insult on air. Kavon,
1: you're getting rid of one of your four <laughs> special guests.
0: You're done. That is it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> um this was Kayvon. He's at Phantom Threads on Twitter. Never follow him. Please. Yeah, don't.
1: <laughs>
0: As always, you can find Unless me. Unless
1: you're Rami Malik.
0: <laughs> you can follow me at Kave Jalinas on Twitter and Instagram. Kavajer Reviews for movies. Um Kavejare Reviews for movies. For reviews and stuff about other movies that have not been mentioned on this podcast and we will see you in season four which I promise will be better than phase four of Marvel so far that is it for us and peace out